Your heart is the seat of the Spirit, the throne from where you rule from here on earth. A priest's responsibility is to offer up spiritual sacrifices which are pleasing to him. A king's responsibility is to make judgments, decisions, and decrees. You are in a position where you worship God, and through that relationship as a priest, you make decisions as a king on how you're going to live your life. So I'm a priest and a king. Because and then crazy. with the whispers, the mid-season finale, um, that dude Jesus, he had died. No way. From the whispers, because they were like kind of going or whatever. Like the the zombies were like walking towards them. They're like backing up. Yo, and he was. And then he went to swing at one. He went to swing at one, and he ducked them and grabbed them and just stabbed them in the back and killed them. And that was a mid-season finale. And I was like, oh, it came out of nowhere. But I was like, oh. Wow. Nah, bro. I was like, not nah, Jesus. Yo, he was the man. <laughs> yeah, bro. he was the man. My yeah, man, he was like the best to to get uh, like um sourcing materials and mm-hmm. stuff, bro. He was the man. Yeah, he was. But he, man. but he was that dude in the comics too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's dope. So they kept his character true, like a, yeah, to the comics. Yeah, no, his his character was really good. The only thing they they kind of hinted at it, but they didn't really like go into it. He had uh. I guess he was he was gay and had a relationship with the the other gay dude. I can't remember his name. On the show, they hinted at it. They, yeah, they on the show, they kind of like it. yeah, they, Which they I were could like appreciate. give each other looks. Or yeah, whatever, like I like could appreciate like that, that because but, nowadays, yeah, it's they like, take it and they run it. Like yeah. I hate it. It's like they're shoving it. Down it's like throat. a yeah. It's like a story. Yeah. Well, they're doing that with with TV. Everything. Like bad. Like really, it's like and it. Like the one the that thing, really like, got me mad was Batwoman. That got me. Yeah, mad, like bro. I mean, like I don't know if the the person that they replaced her with yeah. is still is a lesbian, right? But that first season, like I didn't want to finish watching the show because it just got me so mad, bro. Like right. how you completely change a yeah. character and the origin of the character. Like yeah. how do you completely change that? Exactly. Like I can understand if you're passing down the mantle. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. different. Like passing the torch. Like um, there's a I know there's a black Superman yeah. that that comes out. But there's a there's a link between the original and the black Same thing Superman. with the Flash. Yeah, there's three that, different flashes. There's but uh, Walt, there was, um, Walt, like in the the CW show. Yeah, that um, I forgot what they call him. The, um, the kid, kid Flash. Kid Flash. Yeah. yeah, that's what they call him. Kid Flash. But that's it's what such I'm a saying. cliche um, name that you forget it. But I that's can't his remember. that's his lady's brother. So it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? How it's yeah. all linked. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, because. I, I can't for some for the life of me right now. I can't remember the first Flash name, and then it was Barry Allen, and then it was Wally. It was it was um. I can't think. They of his have name. it in the CW. I show. know. I can't think of his name though. And he was the original Flash from like the yeah. show, the real yeah. show. And I thought it was a. I thought that was so dope how they yeah. did that. That was really cool. Yeah, I but, love that show. By yeah. the way, and and like <laughs> yeah, no, the Flash is dope. And, but the, just the thing with like you know because that whole community the lgbt community they like they get upset when they don't have representation but it's like okay i get it but is the representation necessary for the story because it's like a lot of shows just throw it in there to do it for the sake of throwing it yeah in there. you know what i mean like uh what what movie was that uh beauty and the beast at the end right there was a little moment there and it's like there was like, absolutely why? no reason for it but People cave to pressure put on by certain groups. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and and like I said, with TV shows, it's the same thing. 
Like, there's a lot of TV shows where it's like, that's not necessary for the story. Like, um, I know one, one, one show that I really liked until they really started, like, just going ham with it. It's like, How to Get Away with Murder. That show was really good, but it's like, you, you put these storylines in that don't connect at all and have nothing to do with anything. You just put it in there so you can have representation. Yeah. You know? And then, so it's like, I mean, I get it. I get it, but at the same time, it's like you can do, you can have the representation without diving into the representation for no reason. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it may be, and that's with anything. It may be like a weird comparison. Yeah. But we're talking about, I guess, groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, for example, BLM, right? Mm-hmm. That whole movement started happening. You don't see them changing characters. To black just because because this is happening. You know what I'm saying? That's actually partially true. Uh, they're not shoving it down your throat. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're not making and, it a point. In some circles, they are because. So here's here's the here's why I say that. It's because there are people pushing for um, more minority representation mm-hmm. in movies and cinema and Hollywood and all of that. And there's a lot of people who are pushing to support uh, black-owned businesses and this and this and this. Um, so there's one there's one uh, entity that I that I know, and they're like, we're only going to hire black people, so we got a black this, a black this, a black this, a black this. So, and that's great, but here's my here's my only issue with that. If me as a business owner, I'm not looking to hire just black people around me. Right. I'm looking to hire the best person for the spot. Correct. So here's the thing. If I have a pool of people and there's black people, white people, Asian people, Hispanic people, purple people, yellow people, orange people, to me it's like who's the best one for that job? Mm-hmm. Not who's going to make me look good. Right. You see, and so the problem with minority representation is that that's where you get um the affirmative action and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you just hire somebody because they're black and you need diversity, or you lose loyalty. your funding, they, or you lose your funding. They call it loyalty too, right? And then, <laughs> but you lose your funding if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I didn't pick you because you were the best. I picked you because you were black. And I picked you because you're you're fitting the ratio that I need to fill. Yeah, and and <laughs> to me that stuff. is that is a problem. Like I don't like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if I get hired, I want you to hire me because I'm the best at what I do. Like I'm I'm the guy for you. Right. Like as a DJ personal trainer, any of that. Like, I'm I'm the guy for you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I want you to hire me not because I'm black. Because I will defy some of your stereotypes of black people. Right. I'm just going to be real. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to music choice, when it comes down... If I if I told people what, I, what music I grew up on, you would look at me funny like, really? You? Yes, <laughs> me. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so... And, and that's the thing. It's like, Especially after the BLM stuff, and especially you know, people just want representation. But what if the gay guy, the gay black man, is not the best actor for that spot? Right. Now you see what I'm saying. So right. So now (laughs) me as if I'm a director, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna produce something subpar. I need to pick the best people for those positions. I need to pick the best people that I see. And so that's why you got. like um I was like coming to America, the new one, was not all that great. 
in my opinion. In comparison to the first one, of course not. Right. Was <laughs> not all that great, but they put a lot of black star power in there. Yes. But some of that black star power were subpar. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I mean, it is a black movie, like they so I get it. They could have gave Tiana Taylor's part to somebody regular. They didn't have to give it to her. That's my point. Like, <laughs> you why, see why she had to be in there? Right. Because she's Tiana Taylor? Yeah. And then, like, you just want representation. All you want is representation. Like, that's all that movie was, was representation, representation, representation. Mm-hmm. To me. That's all I saw. It's like, you just put a bunch of stars in here to make up for the fact that it's a whack movie. To me. I mean, yeah. It's Again, opinion. to me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the first one, it wasn't like, we're just putting all these black people in here to... Just to do it, it was no. These people are here for a reason. Yeah, that movie was funny. It had purpose, and everyone there had, had a part yeah. in that funny. Mm-hmm. Every single character that was cast in the first Coming to America had a part to play in how funny it was. Mm-hmm. Every single one. You can't name one that did not have a key role in something being funny. Hundred percent. Even the boyfriend, the soul gold boyfriend. Soul even he had a fu- funny part when they right. were at the college ball game. Right, that was mad funny. That's what I'm saying. Bro. You know what I'm saying? He's like, so what y'all play back and after? Chase the monkey. <laughs> like, he's like, no, we actually play when you football. What you guys call it? soccer? Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> and so, then what was the other one? <laughs> when he jumped up, he's like, yes, yes. He's like, yo, what are you doing? It's halftime. He's like, yeah. it's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. <laughs> that was awesome. When he threw the shake at him. Yeah. That was great. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, you didn't just pick people for the sake of picking people. You picked the people for that part. Yeah, man. And you it know? was good. Like, yeah. they all executed their roles right. beautifully. Yeah. So, you know, and it's... And that's the thing, man. People, honestly, man, it's just people. People get soft. Bro. It's like, I don't like your movie because you don't have representation of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then don't watch it. Like it's not for you. Then it's like, like it's like the offensive level lately is like at a thousand. Yeah, and it's like move on. Yeah, all right. Like who cares? Yeah, bro? like I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like if <laughs> if I'm DJing somewhere, I'm like so, like I've had people come up to me. You didn't play this song. All right. What do you want me to do about that now? I'm packing up. <laughs> you, the party's what? done, you know. Yeah, that, right? like, the request was like an hour ago. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> That's just, horrible. It's just funny. It was, But, you know, people want so much representation. People want to, you know. It's that and, cultured lifestyle. Yeah. That's what it is. It's for the culture. And Everything people, is for the culture. Right. But, but it's like, fam, what is the, the culture? culture? Yeah. Like, what culture are you referring to? What is it? What culture? Yeah. You know so I mean? you're you're saying living in poverty is a culture now, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And living the in thing. the projects is a culture exactly. now. Exactly. Like, no, that's not. And that's the thing, and and that's where you know there's a lot of misconception about that too because you know people listen. They're stereotypes, bro. Mm-hmm. They're stereotypes, no matter who you are. I being a light skinned black male, I was stereotyped as well. As always, being soft. Guaranteed. Right. Yes. Ex- <laughs> exactly. That's actually on point. A soft pretty boy. <laughs> you're not black enough. Yes. That, you're not black enough, but I'm not white enough. Mm-hmm. Like that was act listen, th- that show, uh you've seen the show Blackish, right? Yeah, I've have seen, you, have I've you seen watched a couple it? of shows. I've seen it's a couple it's pretty episodes. funny, right? Yeah. They got a lot of black stereotypes. Well then they have the one the spin-off mixed ish. 
right? Oh, I haven't seen that one. There's a spinoff mixed dish that focuses on um, Rainbow's childhood. Ah. So she's light-skinned. Yeah. She's mixed with black and white. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, she's like, what's mixed? What is that? Yeah. And everybody else is like, they actually go through light-skinned stereotypes, and I'm like... This is me. Right. <laughs> and and I'm telling Lexi, I'm like, you know, they're making, and it's like, they're they're comedy, so they're making jokes about it. Like, blackish, they make jokes about it. Mixedish, yeah. they make jokes about it. But I'm like, that's actually, like, something I struggled with. But you got to think about it. Every good joke has truth to it. Yes. Every good and joke. And that's absolutely correct. And see, I actually struggled with some of this stuff. Like, I, like, white people were racist towards me in middle school, bro. Yeah, of course. Like, I have experienced racism. <laughs> I've been stereotyped. I've been all of that. Yeah, man. And then, you know, when I asked my dad, hey, dad, why do you always make me put black when it comes to the ethnicity? Why can't I put other? Why can't I put B and a W? Yeah. He said, because this is his response. And it stayed with me. He said, son, because when someone looks at you, they don't say, hey, look at that little white kid. They say, look at that black boy. Mm-hmm. They don't say, look at that white kid, look at that mixed kid. They said, look at that little black boy. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to say. That's the first thing they're going to say. And so, I mean, we're just going to talk about it. So um, that stuck with me because I'm like, that's how I'm seen. That's how I'm seen in the physical to yeah, people, man. right? So then when um, the whole BLM stuff started happening, I really struggled because I'm seeing... Um, I don't want to put it lightly, but I don't want to like, I want to make my point clear. Right. Because my son is light skinned like me. And as a light, as a black light skinned male, I know the first description of me from a police officer will be <laughs> black male, bright skin, dreads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's. That's real. Yeah. Like, that's how, I'm, that's how I'm looked at, you know? And so I really struggled because I'm like, I really have to explain to my son that, for the most part, black people are stereotyped and looked down on. But then, like, I kind of got caught up in all the hype of BLM. I got caught up in the hype of what was going on. I got to a point where um, somebody asked me what I thought about the riots and stuff, and I'm like... I mean, burn it down <laughs> because y'all didn't listen to Kaepernick when he took a knee. Y'all aren't listening to the peaceful protests. You see what I'm saying? So now we got a riot. Now we're going to make you hear us. And here's the thing. I don't condone the riots. I don't condone violence. I don't condone it. But it's like I'm understanding from the perspective of, when people are tired and fed up, what else can I do? You didn't listen to me. So I have to make you listen. That's how I took it, to be honest. Yeah. Exactly how you said it. That's right. exactly how I took it. I'm like, bro. Yeah. You saw what they were trying to do. Their, their backs are up against the wall. Like, what do you expect them exactly. to do? Exactly. What do you expect them to do? Like, <laughs> burn it down. You know what I mean? But see, here's the thing. Um, getting caught up in that was actually really dangerous. Because now... What starts happening subconsciously, and you don't even realize it, bro. You start looking at white people funny. Mm-hmm. 
like when I, I for a second, I started looking at Pastor Nick funny. Like you started already being like, yo, so what do he mean by that? Like not, already, not just that, but like, like blaming him for stuff that's not there. Not just that, but see, here's <laughs> the thing: there were there were seeds that were thrown at me, mm-hmm. and it made me think back to it. So, like, I've heard, I've heard this, I've legit heard this from some people. Um, those white people are just gonna take advantage of you and then toss you to the side when they're done with you. So, when all this stuff is going on, mm-hmm. that came up. These white people, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so when. White people say, oh, well, I don't see color. People get mad. But now I'm understanding. I'm not going to say I understand I don't see color from a world perspective. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that. But I understand I don't see color from the Christian perspective. Because the Bible does say it's no longer Jews and Gentiles. You're one family. You're one body. Right. You're brothers and sisters in Christ. So... To Jesus, I'm not black. I'm not white. I'm not Hispanic. I'm not... You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm a child of God. I'm no longer that. Because we identify with whatever the world identifies us as. So the world identifies me as black male, bright skin, dreads. I think Lecrae has a song about that. That yes. He has the skits playing at the end of, the, of talking about... Um, Gender, uh, yeah. ethnicity and stuff right. like that. I and see, I here's that. the thing, and I'm, I'm understanding why a lot of people have an issue with Lecrae now. I didn't understand before, but I'm starting to understand why people have an issue with Lecrae. I won't he talk about, about it right now. He speaks about some real stuff, though, man. I, no, he does. But I'm un, like I said, I understand why people have an issue with him. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to get into that right we'll now. We're doing a music episode. Yeah. I understand why people have an issue with him, though. I'll get into that another time. But, and so that's the thing. And it's like, you know, when you, when I was wrestling with all of this, it was hard because I'm like, I got to explain this to my son. Like, fam, like, I can't go for a job. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, it, it puts a fear in you. Absolutely. But now I'm realizing, I'm realizing, bro, like, how, how twisted the media makes it and the media literally made it to that so now like black people are screaming out racism from white people but black people aren't realizing that they're just as racist towards other people as the white people are towards you Mm -hmm. within our our minority groups we we tend to overlook our Mutual racism. Yeah, because you don't, you don't, but you don't look at it as racism. No, because we're in the same group, so it doesn't look like it's well, racism. Not, and, you know what I'm saying? And not, but not just, not even just that. I'm talking about like towards white people. Yeah, like people who are black are racist towards white people because some white people are racist towards black people. Right. So now you're seeing same problem I have with the LGBT community. Same problem I have with BLM. Mm-hmm. Same problem I have with a lot of black people on my timeline. I'll just say it. You are emulating the same exact hate and disdain that you claim to be fighting against. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. So the LGBT community is complaining and arguing because, yo, you bully us. 
You guys are always against us. You don't want us to be happy. This and that. Nah. You don't give us nah. jobs. Nah. All that. Mm-hmm. No representation in Hollywood. Nah. Right? Yeah. Now, Uproar. prime <laughs> example. Prime example of the flip side. Kevin Hart. Everyone knows what happened. Yeah. Now it's 12 years ago. It was in 09. Mm-hmm. He made a tweet about if my son was playing with a dollhouse, I would say, no, that's gay, and hit him over the head with it, right? Right. So now LGBT community is like, no, that's not funny. You don't understand. Da, 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 right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Right? So now he says, I'm not going to apologize because I've apologized before. You're not happy. Ah, I can't believe it. He goes on Ellen, apologizes on Ellen, mm-hmm. and Ellen is like, guys, let's let's let it go. Let's forgive him, right? Then it was, that apology wasn't good enough, and Ellen doesn't speak for us. Right. Ellen was speaking for you a few months ago. An but episode ago. The, uh, yeah, Just an episode but ago. But now all of a sudden she don't speak for yeah. you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And now in the same way, BLM, black people... Ah, you're always killing us. You're always doing this. Ah, you hate us. You always stereotype us. And you're doing the exact same thing to white people. Yeah. Because you're assuming every white person is just as racist. Right. As the one that you just experienced. Exactly. And so you chalk everything up to white supremacy. Mm -hmm. Like, everything's white supremacy now. I'm like, that's not true. (laughs) It's not white supremacy. At the end of the day, it's evil. Right. And evil is evil. (laughs) And it was funny because... um, one of my homeboys put on Instagram the other day. He's like, it's crazy how, um, so there was no, there was a, a fight that broke out and four people ended up shot and killed over the stimulus money. Yeah, I heard, I remember that. Right? One of them was a little girl. Yeah. Right? It was a little girl, little her girl, her, and her aunt or something like, and her, uncle, her aunt, and a uncle, cousin. and a grandma or something, something like, like that. that yeah, yeah, it was something. But the mom ran away. Yeah. So she she lived. Mm-hmm. Right. But she still got shot in the back or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. So where was Black Lives Matter? Yeah. Because because Don Lemon himself, a black guy on CNN, says, you know, Black Lives Matter is only about when white officers shoot black people. Then why would a white person? see you as any different as you see your own people. Right. Because you bring down your own... Because you're, you're every, literally... You bring down your own people right. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they're they're in denial when it comes to that. Or they overlook it. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they act like it doesn't exist. Exactly. So, for example, like in Chicago, the war that's going on up Man, there. You don't, it's where's crickets. Where's the BLM it's stuff crickets. up there? You know what I'm it's saying? It's crickets. What happened to all the innocent black it's kids crickets. that are going through all this crap up there, man? Like, what's Nothing up with but that? crickets, bro. Where's the media on that? Exactly. <laughs> where's the media so, in any of these uh, low-end communities right. where things are just bad? Yeah. Where's the love for that? Exactly. And so now, the... And I'm not saying this isn't tragic. It's evil. And it's saddening. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking. But these spas get shot up and now by a white guy, mm-hmm. and now it's considered white supremacy and it's considered a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you mean to tell me that if I kill somebody, that's not a hate crime? Because if I was in a gang on this side and somebody's in a gang on that side, we hate each other. And if I kill him, you say it's gang violence, not a hate crime. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? And his media putting so titles is it, on. Wouldn't all murders be a hate crime? Why did you and kill some, him? Some sort of sense a hate crime, wouldn't right. it be? But it only seems to be a hate crime when it's a white person with some sort of minority group. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're chalking it up to. So now a lot of black people... Now, now everybody's screaming, stop Asian hate. And this and that. Like, why don't you just stop hate, period? Facts. Like, why does it have to be... Black Lives Matter. Why does it have? Why to does be, it have to be a leader? Why does there have to be a divide? Right. Yeah, they, and that's the thing. That's ridiculous. And because you're, you're trying, you're trying to stand up for somebody. Right. I get where your intentions are going, but look at what you're actually doing. Exactly. You're categorizing what you're doing, and you're dividing. Instead of having it for everyone, mm-hmm. you're doing it. Oh, I'm doing this for Asians. Yeah. Why don't you do it for anybody else? Exactly. Like you're, and, you're dividing it without dividing, yeah. knowingly no, dividing. Yeah. You and people no and people get mad when people say all lives matter, but fam, they do. They do. So like Black Lives Matter, you were upset about you know you're up, you're upset when an unarmed black man gets shot by a police officer, but there were a lot of jokes flying at the Capitol riot when the white woman got shot. Unarmed, mm-hmm. unarmed white woman got shot. There was a lot of jokes. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that. jokes flying from black people. I remember seeing And then it's like, all you heard was, oh, well, she should have known. Oh, well, she should have just backed up. Oh, well, she stormed the Capitol. Okay, well, then the black person should have just complied. The black person shouldn't have resisted arrest. The black person shouldn't have been erratic in the situation. Shouldn't have ran. You see my point. But (laughs) now you want to defend one group but not the other. You want to make jokes. Yeah. And that's the problem I have. A life is a life. I don't care who you are. Facts. And that's coming from somebody who has a white mother and a black father. I'm married to a Jamaican and Hispanic woman. So that's black. Exactly. Like black. So that so that means <laughs> my kids are white, black, Hispanic, and Jamaican. Right. So you mean to tell me if you want to call me racist, go ahead. <laughs> but I, I promise you, like I said, I'll defy every stereotype you think of me. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then that's, you know, there's a whole issue on on Facebook. I made a joke. I'm like, yo, are you like I made a, I, I said it like jokingly, but like people took it seriously and ran with it. It's like, yo, is it possible to vote for Trump and not be racist or condone racism? That's they're like, fact. no, it's absolutely impossible. I'm like, yeah, how? That's a fact. Because like, he's racist. He's I this and this. That. He's this and that. This and that. Right. So so tied to their emotions. They're looking at the tip of the iceberg. Right. That's what they're looking. And at. that's the thing. That's why I say the media is evil because there was a lot of stuff that Trump did or said that was taken out of context. Yes. Every time. So when, you know, people, the number one argument, oh, he called me- Mexicans rapists and, and this and that and, and uh, what was it, smugglers and this and that. That's not what he said. If you actually listen to the full clip, he says, Mexico does not send their good people. They send their rapists. Possessive there, not they are, right. not the contraction they are like right. the media made it. They send their possessive, T-H-E-I-R, they send their rapists, their smugglers. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to understand, you, you need to understand that a lot of people don't understand the difference between there and there. Yeah. They don't know that. And that's, but that's what I'm saying. The media was easily manipulated that into what they wanted it to be. So mm-hmm. now he's racist against Mexicans. That's not the case. Oh, Trump's putting kids in cages. Fam, they've been in cages since Obama was in administration. You ain't say nothing. Even then. before that. 
You didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And now they're not in cages, but they're in something else Biden tried to call it. They've but they're been, still they've in cages. They've been in cages since Scarface. Even before <laughs> right. Scarface. Right. Hello, Liberty Town. Yeah. You guys forget that? Exactly. Like, that was back in the 70s. Exactly. Like, imagine imagine what's happening even before that. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? Like, that was the first time they actually bring it up mm-hmm. in media or movie, whatever it is. Yep. I think that was the very first time you see anything like Liberty Town that they're keeping refugees from, from exactly. Cuba or anything like that exactly like they don't show that anywhere no nah. but people forget that it's yeah. been going on for years, years. You know? like there's nothing new to what's happening exactly you're knowing it now because but, of media but listen is it. it is it racism <laughs> from is it racism from anybody no or is it just genuine evil it's just evil to do <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> you know what I'm like son, there's like, nothing you, racist about you have, it you just have to think about what if that was your kid yeah. in a cage exactly. you know what i'm saying like regardless of where they're from and regardless of who put them there right because Just when Obama was doing it. it, it was fine. Right. Now that Biden's doing it, for the most part, to a lot of people, it's fine. They, but it, they but it got media. It got attack. media attention when, when Trump, Trump was doing it. it because it was convenient. Because, because and they don't and they they highly dislike Trump. Mm-hmm. So they did everything possible. Imagine for five years you hear something negative. And this was this was the point I was making about Facebook. Everybody's like going ham, and I'm like, guys, like, oh, he didn't condone, he didn't uh, condemn white supremacy and this and that. I'm like, guys. There's actually a a video that I saw recently. He actually condemned white supremacy in the KKK over 20 times. And they're like, oh, I didn't see that. I said, well, I I can post it. it. So I'll I'll post it. it. No problem. Like 23 times. I remember that post. No, I don't. He's like, I don't affiliate with them. Uh I don't want, he said, I don't want their vote. No, I, I, I disavow David Duke, the KKK. I disavow, I disavow, I disavow. I've already said I disavow. I've already said I disavow. I condemn that. I don't want their vote. He said that over 20 times. And even when I posted the video, the media did such a good job of manipulating people. And listen, I care about all of you who are listening to this. Okay? This is nothing personal. (laughs) This is just me saying... I'm just going to be real. I'm stating facts. That's all okay? it is. <laughs> Mo- most of them already blocked me on Facebook anyway, so I really don't care. If you didn't block me and you're listening to this, I hope you can get some truth and recognize your flaws in your thinking. Right. Because I'm, I'm being honest. It's called constructive criticism. Let, yes. Let's call it that. <laughs> or let's call it a truth bomb, whatever facts. you want to do. Whatever you want to do. So <laughs> even, the media did such a great job of twisting and manipulating people's feelings, emotions, mm-hmm. that even when I presented Facts in your face. The response was, uh, that don't change nothing for me. So Trump is still racist, even though, you know, Trump is still condoning white supremacy and racism because over 20 times he said that he disavows. Yeah. But because the way you feel. He's still about it. He's still about that. You see what I'm saying? Yes. He did more for, he did more for HBCUs and the black community than Obama did. Right. I don't consider... Being devil's advocate here, no, I'm, I don't consider Donald Trump to be racist. You know what I'm saying? Right. What I what I did see was that certain things that he was saying, certain groups of people were running with it. Yes, you feel what I'm saying? Like yes. they were enhancing it. That and yes. it kind of like gave them the okay to come out more. Right. You know what I mean? Because they were they were in hiding. They weren't as exposed as they have been the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've always been around. Yeah. We've known that they're there. They're an organization. Right. But these people like make it a point now to to make it known that I'm repping this right. down south, Confederate flags. And like It's like a game. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. 
the media did such a great job of twisting that. Yeah. That these group of people that Trump said, I'm not with that. The media did such a great job <laughs> that these people v- could even view Trump in that light and come out. Yeah. So that's why you had the neo-Nazi rallies and stuff like that. And that whole media clip where he's like, there were very fine people on both sides. It was an entire four-minute clip that they took a few seconds out of. Because he goes on to explain, no, there were troublemakers over here and they need to be dealt with. You see what I'm saying? Right. So leave out that part. That's what I mean. So it wasn't... It wasn't necessarily Trump giving them the okay and the green light. It was the media's manipulation and twisted, twisting the stories right. to make it seem like that. Right. So for five years, Trump, Trump was considered racist. But in four years, he, he gave more funding to HBCUs than Obama did in eight. He did a lot of prison Not reform, to, too. Prison reform, well. too. That was him. And so when Trump does something bad, oh, our president's at it again. But then when he does the whole prison reform thing and puts the programs together to help, like, former felons. Kanye's losing his mind. Kim K's losing her mind. Right. Why are they talking to him? And it was even that. (laughs) And then it was, oh, look at God. Oh, but you don't want to give Trump credit for that, right? You can't give him credit. So and then and then the five hundred billion he dropped on black communities before his presidency was up, fam. Listen, if 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 you are racist <laughs> and you don't like a group of people, you are not going to drop five hundred billion dollars on them. I don't care who you are. Nah, no. Nah. I don't care who you are. If I don't like you, I'm not giving you anything. I won't even give you a dime. I'm not giving you anything. I won't even anything. give you time. Exactly. I hate you. And time is free. I hate your people, Ice Cube. I hate your people, Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. I'm not meeting with you. Let alone drop half a trillion dollars, bro. I hate you, Kodak Black. Bro. (laughs) Why is that man not in prison? Because Donald Trump pardoned him. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) But you see what I'm saying, bro? It's stupid, bro. It's like... They like I said, they, the media did such a great job of manipulating. Now they did that. For, so for five years, he was viewed as a racist. A hundred percent. You know why I, I I can attest to that is because I didn't bother to look at any of his his um speeches. Nothing. Like yeah. I didn't give him the time. Just look at, at his all. policies and you look know what, what I'm saying. Signing. Like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even do that. Like yeah. I didn't care about what he was about. I'm like, bro, this this guy's a clown. Like from the start, I was like, yo, this dude's a clown. Because the way that he was running to get nominated, I was like, bro, this dude's a clown. The most politically incorrect candidate all the, the world has ever yeah. seen. So I thought he was a clown. So I didn't take nothing he was doing serious. So I was looking at him through the media's perspective. Mm-hmm. So for me, for four or five years, whatever the case is, I thought Donald Trump was the racist. Mm-hmm. It's not until the last two years was I was looking at what he was doing yeah. and listening to him and really saw how, how he was trying to handle this whole pandemic exactly. and stuff. I was like, bro, this guy is actually trying to help us. What's, like, fu- what's funny is he was saying the same things Dr. Fauci was saying, but they came down on Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, he was Fauci doing was, was relaying the, same the message. And like, Fauci we don't even know messenger. what he's talking Fauci was saying, hey, we don't need to worry about this. Trump's like, hey, we don't need to worry about this. And right. then it starts to spread and Fauci's like, oh, now we need to worry. And Trump's like, no, nah, I don't think we still need to worry. It's not as bad as people are making it seem, and it's not. And we'll because he was that. coming from a doctor, so yeah. he's like, all right, whatever, I'm going to roll with it. But fam, Dr. Fauci <laughs> is... Uh, 
Whatever. We're never gonna go that. He's like Doctor Phil. Bro. The problem, he ain't much the, of a but what I'm trying to say is, is that if people give the time, they will actually know the person, and that falls with any category. That falls yeah. with, with us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If we go out into the world, if people don't judge the book by the cover and actually read it. Yeah. You'll understand exactly. that there's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of things that y'all fighting for yeah. together. You exactly. know what I'm saying? You guys actually stand united on a lot yeah. of things. But because you're reading the cover and not caring about what's inside, you'll never know that. Right. You're just going to take it what's on the surface. Yeah. You're taking it for face value. Exactly. And you lose out on a lot of stuff because you do that. For sure. 100%. Because towards his end of his presidency, that, I voted for him. Yeah, his second time around, I did it for sure. Why? Because I understood for sure what he was standing for. Yeah. I don't care who hears it now. Right. I really don't. At the time, it was scary. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it was dividing families, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, and it still does. <laughs> it still does. It still like does. I, I, I couldn't tell certain people that I did. Yeah. No way. They would disown us. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people came at me sideways because I'm like, yo, like I voted for Trump. And you look at me as a racist, like, and this is people coming from people who I thought know me, mm-hmm. like you know me, like I, like to a point where we've had conversations about how I felt about the whole George Floyd thing. We had conversations about how I felt about the riots. We had conversations for like one of them, like I guess coming at me sideways was I was like I I like shared his story one time. I'm like, damn, bro, I could really have one less friend. Because something could have went wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just stuff like that. And I'm like, do you really think that... Do you really think my judgment is so bad that I would vote for somebody <laughs> not knowing that they're racist? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I just don't know. I don't, nah, I don't think he's racist at all. And not have reason for it? Exactly. And then when I tell you my reasoning, it's like, ah, now don't work for me. suck. Right. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Like you asked me how I feel. Exactly. That's how I feel. And so and yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> but and here's the thing, and and I realized this last year. I actually looked it up because I was like, okay, let's look at somebody like Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how did he even get in the position? At what point people, people liked him? Listen, because I'm gonna tell you exactly why people liked him. Because Hitler was portrayed by the media as a great guy adored by dogs and children. So the media had pictures of him playing with dogs, smiling. The picture the media had pictures of him having t- little tea parties with kids or whatever and hanging out playing that, with that kids. That isn't suspect. It's not suspect at all <laughs> for that time, right? <laughs> The media is portraying pictures of him as such a great leader. The media is portraying pictures of him as a nice guy that everyone likes. Yeah. So this guy gets voted into power pretty much. Well, he gets voted in and then he gives himself dictatorship. And then he makes all that happen. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. the media did that. The media put Hitler in power. The media... Took Trump out. All day. A hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and and here's the thing. Also, something I know something I learned too about the Holocaust, and this blew my mind, bro. Hitler didn't just kill all the Jews. He actually recruited Jews 
to be on his side. So Jews were selling out other Jews for money and power. Did so they have blonde hair Adolf blue eyes? Hitler, I don't know, but Adolf <laughs> Hitler had Jewish people selling out their own Jewish people. That's crazy. Right. That's why I didn't know that. Right. That is wild. Right. So now, the same way, you got the media doing this BLM stuff. So black people all of a sudden are in solidarity. That's not true. Because black people are still killing black people every day. The four black people that were shot and killed over a stimulus check, they, was, they were all black. Mm-hmm. Black person shot them. Everyone's quiet about it. BLM raised $90 million last year. And no one has seen that money. Mike Brown's parents hasn't seen the money. Tamir Rice's uh, mother hasn't seen the money. They haven't seen a dime. There's a spot in... Um, there's a place... I can't remember exactly where it is. But this, this pastor of this church, he bought a property so that he could build an establishment for youth and help develop them and help give them a safe space, right? And then launch them into careers. Black Lives Matter is nowhere to be found. He laughed when somebody asked him, hey, did, uh, did Black Lives Matter sponsor you or anything like that? Did they, did they help raise any money for you? He laughed like, no. <laughs> so you got somebody trying to do something in his community. For black people. For black people. For little black kids. A spot that sees a lot of violence every wow. day. And he doesn't get any help. That building's not standing today. And he That's bought great. the property, I think, like eight years ago. What? And he still don't He pay. doesn't have the funding. He doesn't have the money. But these dudes raised $90 million in one year. And no one's seen a dime, bro. I think in less than a year, actually. It hasn't even been a no, year. No, it wasn't even a year. It hasn't even been a year. No, because George Floyd happened in May, Memorial yeah. Day weekend. Yeah. And then, you know, I think it's kind of funny, too. Something that was pointed out to me um, last year. When did um, when did the Black Lives Matter movement start? Do you know? I would say around that time frame. When? No, the whole that the that when did it start? Oh, like no, no, from no. the very beginning. Do you uh, remember? No, nah, not really. It was after Mike Brown in Ferguson. Yes. You know what yes, year yes, that yes. was, right? No. It was twenty fourteen. Who was president? Obama. All right. So just to get that straight, Trump was not responsible for black unarmed people getting shot by white cops. <laughs> just to establish that fact. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> that was just a side note. The fact that Trump wasn't responsible and Obama was in administration when Black Lives Matter started. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, who else died that year? Do you remember? Uh, there was a few of them, bro. There was uh, Trayvon. Didn't Trayvon die too that year? I think Trayvon. Or was him the year before? Trayvon Martin was 2012. Okay, well, let's start with Trayvon Martin. Trayvon it Martin started, was 2012, it pretty right? much started with Trayvon. Okay, but the actual, they actually started doing stuff in 2014, right? Yeah. Black Lives Matter. That actually became a thing in 2014. So mm-hmm. Tim, um, Trayvon Martin was in 2012. Uh, Michael Brown was in uh, 2014. Uh, when was Tamir Rice? 2014, Tamir Rice. Um, what was the Brown? What was her name? The one that died in, in custody? Sandra Bland? Her, Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland. That was another one that happened. I'm looking these up as we go. Yeah, that was 2015. That was a really bad one. Yeah. 
That was 2015. I think I'm going to get to my point because I think that one was actually an isolated incident, and I'll tell you why. So 20, 2012 was traded on Martin, right? Yeah. Two years later, Mike Brown and Tamir Rice, right? Mm-hmm. Two, two years later, 2016, Philando Castile, Eric Gardner, right? Yeah. Two years later in 2018, who was it? Yeah, 2018 just no. 2018, 2018 had the dude that was shot in his back, his mom's backyard or something like that with his phone, right? I can't remember his name. I don't remember, man. Stephon Clark. There it is. Stephon Clark. That's who it was. Stephon Clark in 2018, March 2018. So now, and then the church. All right. So 2014 or 2012, you had Trayvon Martin. 2014, you had Mike Brown, Tamir Rice. Uh, 2016, you had Philando Castile, Eric Gardner. 2018, you had Stephon Clark, and you had the the church shooting. Mm-hmm. 2020, you had um, you had George Floyd. That was a a, notice, a notable one. Brianna uh, Brianna Taylor, Rashard Brooks. I think that was his that name. That was the, the jogger. I think no, that was Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, that one. That I think that was that was slightly isolated. I'm I'm not including that one. The jogger. I'm not including that one in my point. I got you. I'm not including that one in my point because I'm I'm strictly referring to police. True that. Okay. No, no, yeah, I see the difference. I'm strictly referring to police. And then there was, um, yeah, Rashard Brooks was the guy in the Wendy's when he pointed the taser back, and then the yeah. cop shot him. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that was last year, right? Yeah, that all was all. All right. Last year. So check this out, right? You notice how these stories are pushed in 2012, 2014, 2016, 2018, 2020? Election years. Yes, sir. Bingo. Why is that? Agendas. Exactly. There's agendas, brother. Exactly. I just want to make sure the listeners know. You notice that that stuff is happening every two years during election years. Yes, because it's it Black Lives Matter is crickets in the election. Years where's Black Lives Matter right now? Nominating. Where's years. Black Lives Matter right now? But I haven't heard anything about them, like at all. Where are they? Crickets. Gone. All of a sudden, right? Just Ninety million richer. Just disappear. <laughs> right? Where were they in 2015? Where were they in 2017? Where were they in 2019? Yeah, in the in betweens. Exactly. They only come out the election years. That's wild. To put so the media can push an agenda. So I mean, bottom line, the media, most of the media, CNN, MSNBC, um, they lean to. They know that their most of their viewership is Democrat, so they lean more towards Democratic stuff. So that's why they support, they support the the riots and Black Lives Matter, but condemn the, the riot on on Capitol. But I don't see how you can support one and condemn the other. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. It's people (laughs) standing up and doing something about what they believe in. Right. If you believe Black Lives Matter and you were marching and protesting and rioting, I won't even say marching and protesting because y'all were rioting. Yeah. There were riots. You were rioting. Mm -hmm. Innocent people getting killed. Like cops getting shot. Like black people walking up to police cars, shooting through the window and running. That had nothing to do with anything. Exactly. But just but now you hate cops. Now a lot of black people just hate cops. I mean, black people hate cops. That's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're black, you hate cops automatically, right? <laughs> and you don't know why. You just hate cops. The culture tells you to hate cops. Exactly. And in the same way, 
I was having this conversation with Chris and one of the kids in Project Rock. I said, when I was growing up in high school, even before that, like everyone said, like black people, you vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. You vote Democrat. I think it's just minorities. In Who's general. running? You vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter, right? Even my dad told, and this isn't a shot to my dad, but even my dad told me we vote Democrat, right? I never knew why. Like, why do we vote Democrat? And so now in 2019, so in 2016 election was when I first I, I voted for Trump. Then, and I remember I was sitting in the living room in my other house. It was me. It was uh, Lexi was there. Alan was there, and I, I want to say Robert or Mike was there. And I said, yo, like, I really don't know who to vote for because I feel like, on one hand, I got Hillary Clinton. I feel like she's a snake. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything she says, everything that comes out of her mouth is a lie. Like, something about, what, like, whenever she talks, you know what I'm saying, just don't sit right with me. Yeah. And I said, with Trump, bit of a butthole. <laughs> Super butthole. But I feel like with him, I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. And then um, someone mentioned, you know, when you're looking at, <laughs> when you're looking at political candidates, take their character out of the equation, like who they are as a person, mm-hmm. and just focus on their policies. Which one do you? Which policies do you agree with more? And which some some have told me they view that as like a a very shallow way of looking at it. But that's the point of the job. But at the same time, how is it shallow if the media can portray anyone as anything they want? Right. Because if I would look at quote unquote character, I would look at how CNN portrays Trump and then vote Hillary Mm -hmm. when I don't agree with any of her policies. I literally, I'm looking at the policies and I agreed with every single one of Trump's and zero on Hillary's side at that time. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if the media can portray Hitler as a positive guy, am I supposed to look at his character from what the media is portraying to me? Right. Or do I need to look at his policies, what he stands for? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So in the same way, I had to look at policies. So I voted for Trump because I agreed with his policies. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing now. It's like I voted for Trump because I agreed with his policies. And now Biden done came and did a lot of things that I don't agree with. And I, and I mean, I had this joke I was going to post it on Facebook, but like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying it now because it's funny. So like, you know, he, he, he made it okay for transgender, uh, I'm going to say quote unquote women, because they're not biologically women, they're biologically male. Um, let me know, let me just nip this in the bud. All right. So if, if a woman gets breast implants, what do we call those breasts? Do we call them real or fake? Fake. All right, so we call them fake, fake boobs, right? Yeah. So how come? <laughs> so how come we say that those are fake, but then when it comes to a transgender woman, you say it's a real woman? It's not. A real now that woman. that's over with, so <laughs> <laughs> so you know that whole thing where he's making it okay for transgender, quote unquote, women. I don't biologi- agree with that. biological males to compete in yeah, women's I don't sports, agree right? With that. I'm like, I don't agree with that, but Jonathan Shuttlesworth said something really funny. He's like, imagine. Imagine how much more views the the women's sports would get, right? Stop it, bro. No. no, no, no. <laughs> Which it was funny, I laughed, but then I was like, yo, imagine, imagine this, right? Just I'm gonna just paint this picture for our listeners. Imagine <laughs> former imagine former NBA player Lebriana James. Lebriana <laughs> retired from the NBA. 
and decided to take her talents to the WNBA and completely shatters Annihilate. every single record. WNBA record at 40 years old, becomes the first female <laughs> to win the scoring title in the WNBA. The defensive title. Goes on. <laughs> Gets the score leads the, the league, the six man in the league, <laughs> leads the league in scoring, steals. rebounding, steals, Blocking. blocks, assists. Dunks. No, not even assists. And dunks. And dunks. <laughs> Breaking backboards. Never fouled one time. And, and, and plays until she's 50. So never plays, fouled. Plays 10. Never, there's never, never been committed a foul. A foul. There's, nobody's ever found never. she's never shot a free throw. That's the only player in, in WNBA history that's never Wait. shot a free throw her whole career. Decides, decides to play. <laughs> decides to play for 10 years, winning 10 championships, 10 MVPs, and 10 in finals five MVPs. In five years. <laughs> and finally decides to retire at the age of 50. How does that make you feel? So those of you that support <laughs> this nonsense, that's what you're going to get. Exactly. You're going to get former NBA player Lebriana Lebriana James <laughs> to go to the WNBA and proceed to shatter everything you thought WNBA was. <laughs> Think about this now. If it wasn't cool for Joanna Mann to do it, why is it cool for Le- Lebriana James to do it? Because now, <laughs> think about because that. now you can just identify as a female and you're Bruh, good. I could identify as a lava lamp, and people would be like, "You have to accept him. He has rights." <laughs> I'm a frog today. Come on, bro. Oh my gosh, I, I, I identify as this Zulu water bottle because <laughs> it's black. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> imagine. I've decided to take my talents to the Los Angeles Sparks. Yup. <laughs> And LeBriana James <laughs> I can't Brings it down with authority <laughs> What oh do you think was gonna happen? Oh my god <laughs> Yo, can you imagine that? That's so stupid it's So stupid, bro I, You know what? Oh my god The other day I read it some guy broke a record in a deadlift, in deadlift. competition yes. for women's. It's a transgender male competing what's funny is, in a deadlift women's think, competition. But I think what's funny about that, I saw something about that. I don't even think he's transgender. I think he just identified as a female just to compete. And then he's like, I broke the record. Now I'm done. I, I didn't look it up again, but I think that's what happened, oh bro. We can, be, we can be girls right now. Yeah, I didn't think this was going to get me so mad, but I'm, like, really mad, bro. Like, I feel like this is so retarded. Like, why is this happening? What is going on, man? Bo, Bo, Bo Jodden in the office, that's why. What Bo up, Jodden. man? This is insane, Bo, Bo Jodden making things happen. Like, yo, yeah, you know what, man? Creating Lebriana James. What, you say what you want. But when Donald Trump was in office, we almost oh. had a dollar gas. Oh, that's a fact. We had almost that's less than two dollars gas, bro. We're approaching three bucks. That's a fact. My man's been in office in less than what two months? <laughs> less yeah, than a yeah. month or so. What's today? Yeah, this is pre-recorded, March twentieth. So tomorrow will be his second month. Fam, fam. <laughs> he signed more executive orders in 
two days than any he's other given, president. He's given us all this money and all these other countries' money, but we're paying it back because of our yeah, gas know, prices. Yeah, you know what's funny about this stimulus check? Somebody's actually really smart because they're giving us stimulus money just to give it right back to rich people. <laughs> exactly. Let's give money to the poor so they can give it back to That's us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give them some allowance so they can continue right. to spend money they don't have. Right. You know Basically. what I'm saying? That's what they're doing. And listen, this is that's not a slight to people who lost their jobs. If you lost your job due to I'm COVID, I'm glad it's okay. helping you. You know like, what I'm saying? You lost your job due to COVID. Congratulations. You lost your job to a virus that isn't real. That's <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, I'm kidding. Are you gonna take the no, simple, I'm kidding, I'm the, simple, the sympathy roll, and then you just right away gonna slap him in the Cause, face? Because I'm still stuck on Lebriana James. Lebriana <laughs> brings it down. Get out of here. Bang. That's a yeah. The score is one twenty-two <laughs> to thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> it and was like because, it'll be like the Monstars that, versus yeah, the Toon Squad. That's because he caught a cramp in his leg and he had to sit down for like for two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they go on a scoring run. Yeah, then comes back in, swats everything into the eighth row everything, of the stands, bro. Nah, he swaps it from <laughs> one side of the court to the next and scores, bro. Every block oh is a three. Oh my gosh, <laughs> bro. Nah, but real talk though, for real though. On um, <laughs> like. If you did lose your job to COVID, man, like I, I I do feel for you. I'm making jokes right now, but I do feel for you. And if you lost loved ones due to COVID, I feel for you as well. Yeah, man. So I I do have sympathy when it comes to that. But as far as like, I mean, COVID is a whole nother story because like when you have, and this will get us canceled, but when you have. <laughs> Before we even end. Bro, bef- when you, listen, when you have a virus that has a 99.5% survival rating. And a vaccine that has a 95% survival rating. <laughs> so, so you mean to tell me if I if I take this vaccine, I have a 5% chance I'm going to die. I'm okay. But if I just catch COVID, I have a 99.5% chance of living. So that's point. So that's 0.5% versus 5%. Yeah. I'll take the 0.5%. All day. It's just, just numbers. I might as well just catch COVID. Yeah. I'd rather that. Yeah, this will get us canceled. I'll be like, hey, that's not true. Our vaccine is effective. <laughs> Whatever. In your brain. To what giraffes? It's affecting your brain <laughs> with your hypochondriac So, Oh, my God. Yeah, there's people, there's, there's statistically the percentage of deaths from taking the vaccine is higher than the percentage of actual COVID deaths. Yeah. That, and, just, that just goes to prove my flu shot point, too. But, bro. You know what I found out like two weeks ago? This is going to blow your mind. I don't know if you know this already. The CDC, they're not a government agency. What? The CDC is a private organization that gets their funding from like donations. Hence why Bill Gates is running the show. Listen, listen, bro. see this now. The CDC saying that, hey, we need to wear masks and these are the guidelines for this is no different than me having my my uh, personal training business, and it's like, hey, everyone needs to wear a mask and social distance. No different. We do so, not have to listen to them. Their guidelines are just stuff that they made up, <laughs> and we are we don't have to follow them. But the government pushed through the media 
to try and follow these guidelines from a private organization. The common denominator is that M word. You said it again. <laughs> Media. <laughs> like, so they are a private organization, bro. They are not funded by the government at all. That's they sick. are not a government agency. That's we sick. don't have to listen to the CDC. Bro, but listen, <laughs> but what's crazy about that is that, yo, they were stopping people from getting evicted too. How yeah. is that possible? Yeah. If they're not a government ran, how do they have the authority to do something like that? Which was cool. That was cool. Like, yeah. it helped out a lot of people. No, it's great. They have no authority possible? to do anything. How That's is what that I'm possible? Saying. That's what I'm saying. We've, like, we've the, literally we just draft up some papers, make yes. them look official, put some statue lines or numbers, whatever the These case are is. guidelines. Yeah. Put some dots in between the numbers, Go make outside. it look official. <laughs> and let's just push it. Yeah. Let's see what happens. For sure. For what sure. Do? And that's not to say and that's not to say like COVID nineteen isn't real. Like COVID nineteen is very real. It's a real virus. Yeah. But so is the flu. Right. <laughs> like people die from the flu. People die from COVID. People die from heart attacks. People die from car accidents. People are gonna die. People die from eating lettuce. People die. People die from like, having sex, making right? love yeah. to your significant <laughs> other, and you'll just die. You watch, you Imagine watch, that. You must have watched Madea, that Medea movie. You know what? I don't like the Medea movies. Oh, really? I'm just being honest. Bro, I, Black I feel Lives like Matter is going to tear you to shreds. They're too, they're too, those movies are too stereotypical. Like, I hate it. I hate that he's getting rich <laughs> off of making fun of his own people. That's just me. Tyler Perry sucks. Oh, man. <laughs> no, basically. And it's like, it's like literally he makes money off of exploiting stereotypes of black people. He's making fun of his own people, but you guys glorify him. Yeah, because it's okay when he does it, but if a white person doesn't, it's very. That's why you know I don't understand somebody. Somebody black is gonna have to explain why, (laughs) why, (laughs) why it's okay. Why Gary Owen hasn't been canceled by you already? (laughs) Because literally every single stand up he does, it's nothing but went to a black barbecue. (laughs) I'm around black people. This and that with black people. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Like that's that's literally every joke. That's insane. Gary Owen is not funny if he doesn't have black people around. <laughs> <laughs> so he's funny when he's with Kevin Hart. Yeah. He's funny when he's with Kevin Hart. He's funny when he's on stand up with a black audience. I can't. But if he's with a room full of white people, he's not he's funny. He's not funny. That doesn't make you funny. It like doesn't. if you're only funny to a certain group of people, you're not funny. You're not funny at all. That's why Eddie Murphy's so famous, bro, because he's funny to everybody. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Murphy's hilarious. Raw? Yeah. Everybody sure. like Raw. For sure. Not just black people. Yep. Everybody like Raw. That's a fact. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, same thing. Is not just Dave black Chappelle people. Dave Chappelle is a legend, bro. Dave Chappelle. He is the man. He's a legend. <laughs> I think those are my two favorite black comedians is Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle, hands down. And see, and Dave Chappelle, like, I like that he, he used to say a lot of like racially motivated jokes, but he's deviated from that a lot, which is great. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you know, racially motivated jokes get old after a while. It's like you hear them all. Like you've heard all the racist jokes, all the racist, racist, racial uh, jokes from Chris Rock, from... You know, from Dave Bernie Chappelle, Mac. from Bernie Mac, you know what I mean? You from know what Gary I'm Owen. <laughs> the whole Kings of Comedy, all of them. From you Gary know what I'm Owen. They all do the uh, same thing. Yeah, everybody from Kings of Comedy, Gary Owen. 
Like you've heard if them you all. Didn't catch that. Yeah, one. like you. But you've heard them all. You know what I'm saying? Like you've heard them all. It's yeah, like man. all right, yeah. It's, it's around the same thing. But yeah. like, like how how many times can you really make fun of chicken and grape soda? Yeah, come on now. I will say that one <laughs> and that, cheese doodles. That, that one joke. <laughs> That one joke from Dave Chappelle's uh, "Killing Me Softly" gets me every time. He's like, he's like, he's like "This is funny." I like every time a black person gets shot and killed, like, there's crack sprinkled on him. He's like, "What did I do? Shoot myself and sprinkle crack?" I'm like, "Ow!" Yeah, <laughs> sprinkles crack on himself. <laughs> and then the other one, he was like, <laughs> "Yeah," uh, he's like. Uh, Somebody like comes into the house and they don't believe that the black person lives there. He's like, oh, I'm still here and hits yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I've seen this before as a rookie. Yeah. Apparently, this guy broke into this house and hung up pictures of himself and his family. Yeah, oh, uh, let's sprinkle some crack on him yeah. and get out of here. Yeah, that was bad. So funny. that was funny. I love that one. But it was different. It wasn't like it was like, oh, black person. Yeah. Like, you know what I was like? <laughs> It was actually some like some story behind it, like That's so broke funny. into his house, broke into somebody's his own house, house, and hung up, <laughs> his own hung pictures. up pictures. Of himself. <laughs> like that was funny. That was great, but <laughs> but he was making a point that for sure certain black people, black people don't belong in nice areas. You know what I'm saying? Like the way he did it, his delivery, his approach yeah. to certain things was like he brought exactly. to light a lot of the issues. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because I mean, and that's real. Like because of you know because of stereotypes, because of whatever, but. I mean, honestly, bro. Like I said, like I, I'm I, to to everybody on this earth, I'm black. But to God, I'm not black, man. I'm a child. You know, right. I'm a child of the king. You know, and um, one last uh, one last racially motivated video, or uh, not not racially motivated, but what was it to how they were kind of uh, pushing? You know. How, the whole white privilege thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a lie. <laughs> right. But okay. So it's not, it's not white privilege. And I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Okay. Now, there was a video circulating on Facebook around the same time Black Lives Matter comes out, right? Uh-huh. Because they want white people to feel bad about what they have compared to black people. In what sense, though? I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> so, um, oh, you weren't in there Sunday. So, so on Sunday, Nick was talking about when he gets nice things, or when when he used to get nice things, he would feel bad because he felt like you know other people need whatever. And so, there's a lot of people that be like, "Yo, um, I don't want to get a nice car." A lot of Christians, I don't want to get a nice car because there's children starving over here. I do remember that. Whether you get a nice car or not, they're going to be starving. Right. So, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Like, you're not putting money towards them not starving. You're putting money toward a car anyway. Exactly. So, man, I had a burp. <laughs> but, nah, but that's beside the point. I'm just kind of throwing that out there as like a preface to what I'm about to say. <clears throat> so, there was this video that circulates on Facebook about every two years. <laughs> Around the same time Black Lives Matter comes out. Mm. And it, it like, uh, helps Kids understand privilege. So, you know, they're doing this race out in the field. So they're all at the starting line. He's like, before we begin, uh, if you had both, if you have, if you live with both of your parents, I want you to take a big step forward. If, uh, 
if your grades are this good, I want you to take a step forward. If this, this, and this, I want you to take a step forward. So there's a lot of white people that stepped forward when he was saying stuff, and a lot of the black people didn't. Right. He's like, all right, now here's the finish line. All right, now go, whatever. So, you know, demonstrating the black people had to run a greater distance than the white people, right? Yeah. Who are privileged. And I just air quoted that for the listeners. Privileged. Now, <clears throat> there is some truth to that. <clears throat> Excuse me. There is some truth to quote unquote white privilege because white people, quote unquote white people, because some of you are new creations in Jesus, no longer Jews and Gentiles, but right. you're a child of the God, a child of King. Now, here's the issue I have with that. There happen to be no black people to step forward that far, right? But it's not the white kid's fault that the parents set up an inheritance for them. It's not the black kid's fault that their parents didn't set up an inheritance for them. Right. So here's here's my issue. I'm blessed. And my kids are going to be blessed. <clears throat> my kids are going to have two parents in the household. My kids will drive nice cars. My kids will have an inheritance for them. So why, if, if me and my wife worked hard to, prov- to build an inheritance for our children, why would I allow somebody chalk that up to privilege? But because you're a minority, they don't label it as privilege. Listen, it's not privilege. It's more planning. Stability. Right. But here's the thing, and I get like it's not but it's not it's not limited to white people. No, it's not. <clears throat> because there's white people who didn't have both parents. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? There's white people who don't have that. There's white people who live in these neighborhoods with the black people. There's white people that you know what I'm saying? So you want white people to feel bad because they're privileged, they're more privileged, but how can you say that they're more privileged if for the most part, you do have the same opportunities. I don't think it really falls into... I mean, for me personally, that white privilege stuff has nothing to do with the status that they're in. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with that for me. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that. Because, again, with hard work, dedication, right. you get there too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With planning and all that, you'll get there too. Yeah. And you'll have the <laughs> same status. For sure. But for... I, again, it's not about status. It's about pigmentation. Mm-hmm. It's about the the judgment that they're getting. To who? That they don't get. You know what I'm saying? To society. Okay. We don't get the same looks as mm-hmm. they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't get the same looks as we do. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Yeah. If me and my, my white friends walk into <clears> the <throat> store, they're not looking at my white friends. They're looking at me. Right. But I'm with them. Right. So... Why don't I fall into the same category as them? Because right. they're white. That's why. Mm-hmm. So I have more of a risk in their store. I'm more of a liability yeah. in their their place of business. Mm-hmm. And that's anywhere. That's walking down the damn road. Yeah. Jogging down the street. You see what I'm right. saying? Like that is that falls into play with that too. I don't think it's necessarily status or mm-hmm. what class you're in. Yeah. For me, it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with how people read you. Again, reading the, mm-hmm. the book. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, it's that. 
it has nothing to do with cash, money, nothing. But the way somebody sees me is that privilege. What do you mean? Like in the status the that way, you're in? Yeah. No, I mean the way somebody sees me. Like if I was a white guy, the way somebody sees me is a privilege. Because that's what's taught to us. Okay, that, that, there we they're, go. We're they're privileged somewhere. to that. You know somewhere. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's embedded into us as kids. But mm-hmm. us being adults and really seeing what it is, right. no. If I work just as hard, I'm going to be there too. Right. I could have that $5 million right. mansion. It's all the ambition that's inside of me. Right. But when we're being brought up, why our old generations couldn't see that is, is beyond me because yeah. it's obvious. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? These people did things. To make sure that their kid is taken care of. Yeah. They open businesses that they know is going to be in demand in the future. So they're for generations to come, they don't yeah. have to work as hard. Correct. But when they started, they were at the bottom with you. Exactly. You got to think about that. You know what yeah. I mean? But like I mentioned, for me, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. At all. <laughs> but that, But that's what I mean. Like that, in a sense, that's how, quote unquote, white privilege is looked at. You know what I'm saying? Like I... Like, it's hard to explain, but... Like, to my point, to support what yeah, kind of ahead. what you're saying... Go yeah, go ahead. What kind of falls Trying into play it. with that is if we go to the same job interview. Yeah. Okay? I got the same credentials. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Like, he's summa cum laude, me too. Yeah. He went to Yale, I went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. We're all <clears throat> in same Ivy League schools. Everything yeah. is neck and neck. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it... And the, I guess the the look that the person wants to have in their company, that's gonna have the look that someone wants to have in their company. That's gonna take into play. Okay. Do I want a black person or mm-hmm. do I want this white person? Mm-hmm. Who do I want to be the front man of my company? Do you think that for the most part that's the driving force, or do you think they they want to hire the best people? It's the driving force mm-hmm. in most cases. It's not the best person because if that's the case, there'll be a lot of black men in front of all these companies. Yeah. Because I guarantee you that black man could probably do the job way better than anybody that's in there. Yeah. But here's the thing. A lot of these companies and stuff hire within a circle. See what I'm saying? So this is this is my circle. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to look at when when I when I get employees from my gym... First people I'm looking at are my brothers. And then outside of that, mm-hmm. I'll look. You see what I'm saying? So <clears throat> you got to look at CEO of, an, of a company. Like, I guarantee you the founder of that company isn't the CEO. No. They're gone. But now this person has been appointed CEO. The way it's set up, I don't. and this is why I say I don't think it's privileged, I don't know any black people. If I don't know black people, I'm not putting a black person in the spot. That's understandable. You see what I'm saying? Right. saying? But so if I you're taking you. the time to look for yeah. somebody to fill that position. If you're looking for someone to fill that position, that means you have an open mind and you're going to hire the best person. Exactly. But but this is what I'm saying. So if you have, it's not necessarily privileged to skin color, it's privileged to who you know. Because I guarantee you if there's a black person that they know in their circle, they're going to hire them up too. Correct, but that's what I'm saying. That's so. Let's put it this way: a company that hires internally, yeah, for promotion, right? Okay, that's that's was, that's, that's, that's how you can that's how you can put the group. Yeah, those are the group that you know, right? But now, if you're <clears throat> taking the effort, let's eliminate that from the equation yeah. altogether. If you're taking the effort to look for a strong leader, mm-hmm. and two people walk into that room, black and white, 
Same everything. Credentials are all neck and neck. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, 95% of the time yeah. or 90% of the time, the white person's going to get it all day when you do it that way. I have a hard... I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that. It's experience. <clears throat> because it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That you may know what be mean? it. You that may, be, may be right. Certain things you have to just go through. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I've I've been through that. Yeah. Okay. And that's not... I I know how that feels. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, that's not cool. Right. Because I'm just as good mm-hmm. as that guy. What was the difference between me and him? What yeah. was it? Tell me what it was. But you never know. Maybe there was something in the interview. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't... I, I guess me, I don't automatically chalk it up to, oh, white privilege. You know what I'm saying? Because when I look at white people in my life, like, they didn't, I know where they came from. You know right. what I'm saying? It's not a privilege that they're here. They worked hard for it. Yeah. I mean, a Regardless lot of white of people that I know were in the hood with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we go to these other towns and we mm-hmm. see these richy white people, yeah. they're just as hating as I am. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So like I said, me and that person, that's my dude. We can go out together. Yeah. We're both from the hood, but because he's white, he's not looked at the way I'm looked at. Mm-hmm. That has a sense of privilege in, this, in a way. Gotcha. It's not self-entitlement because mm-hmm. you're not doing it. It's other people giving it to you. Right. It's it's other people giving you the privilege. It's mm-hmm. not self-given. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these people don't know that they have it. They don't know what that means. There's a lot of people that are naive to everything that's happening. Yeah. Because sure. they don't see color. You see what I'm saying? Right. But because certain people know that it's a blatant thing that's happening, they look at those people as, no, you're just choosing to put a blind eye, but you know what's up. Yeah. But these people, some people just truly don't. Like they're not right. about that life. Right. And just the culture is what puts us in that position. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's just my that's my position and all that because I don't know because yeah, I'm sense. not mixed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it is to have right. white families or nothing like that. I know yeah. what it is to have a stepfather that's white. Mm-hmm. And when we go mm-hmm. out, people look at us crazy. Yeah. But I mean, my mom and dad still get looks to this day. I can. But it's be- like believe all it, right, man. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? Segregation was in the '60s. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that it, it's just a lot of things that can equate to that privilege word. Yeah. I don't think it's just boxed in. It's just so many things that factor in onto that word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just put it in one category. Right. And I know like and see here's the thing. Like a lot of people um a lot of people believe that like systemic racism is everywhere too. I don't believe it's like cuz systemic racism by definition is like a system put in place that's racially motivated. And I don't believe that to be true, only with certain exceptions. Right. And that comes to like schools because mm-hmm. I've seen it. And just like you, you've seen the white privilege thing. I've seen an actual example of systemic racism. One. And it's because I um I DJed for this uh for it was a K through eight, but I DJed for the middle schoolers. So anyone who didn't get a referral for that uh for that quarter or that semester they did a party for him and I DJed for it right and it broke my heart because I realized that a lot of those kids who were at that school um live around the hood the projects where we've done events and stuff you know what I'm saying they live around that area and I'm looking around and I'm like you know it's it's pretty much for the most part <clears throat> all black people hispanic people right and I'm looking, it's like that 
And that school was graded as a D school, right? So basically, I started looking at, I'm like, that's crazy because you take all these kids from one area, you zone them, you tell them they have to go to this school, and you funnel them to this school, and you expect them to be great. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That, to me, is the only example that I've seen of an actual systemic a system put in place yeah. that is designed to keep a certain people where they are because they don't know anything else. They don't go to a different school. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So they have to go to this K through eight. Like that's your school that you're zoned for in a yeah. sense. That's you crazy. You funnel them there. That's wild. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like, and that broke my heart because I'm like, because once I saw that, I'm like, that sucks because these kids don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so- when it comes to the privilege thing, you just don't know anything else. You know, when all else fails, you hire the white guy. Right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's all you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, but people just don't realize that you can get out of that. Like, bro, I, I experienced racism in middle school. When a bunch of white people were running five on four in basketball, and I said, "Hey, can I play?" and they said, "Nah." I'm like, "Why? You need somebody there." And they pushed me off the court. Yeah, that's, that's and there's clearly. no reason. Yeah, like clearly, <laughs> like I, we know what's up. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, all of y'all suck. Like <laughs> I'm probably better than y'all, and I suck. Right. Like that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, like I, I kind of could feel what was up. Yeah, man. We're in the same grade. With you know, what I'm saying, there's no reason why I couldn't play. Mm-hmm. Just five on four, full court. Yeah, but you won't let me join in. And then later, I saw somebody jump in the game. That's what made it like, all right, fam, yeah. <laughs> confirm, right? <laughs> so, um, so I've experienced that, but at the same time, I haven't experienced. I haven't had any bad interactions with white cops. Matter of fact, the only interactions with cops I've had have pretty much been white cops, and it's never been bad. Um, I've never, and I won't say I've never, but now I don't look at myself as somebody from a certain area. I can't do certain things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think, honestly, that comes from God, bro, because for a black man to own a business, like up until recently, that's been like such a far-fetched thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, and so I even look at it like, can I really own a business? You know, can I? And I tell kids who get suspended from school at Project Rock, I'm like, yeah, you can own a business, you can have your own thing that you do. Mm-hmm. You just gotta love it. You know what I mean? Like there, there was there was a tenth grader in there for fighting, and he didn't know what he wanted to do when he grow when he grows up. He doesn't really care about school, <laughs> so he has no direction. You know what I'm saying? But I've I've I'm starting to look at myself as I can do certain things. Like my privilege comes from God. Hundred percent. Like I haven't I haven't experienced white privilege. And honestly, I haven't experienced it, especially since I've been walking with God. Since I've had Jesus in in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never I've and me, I'm I don't have a racist bone in my body. I really don't. <laughs> you know, there's stereotypes that I see. If I see a black person with their hood on in the summer, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you like, all right, 
Why you got a hoodie on? It's like 90 degrees. If I see a white person with a hoodie on, I'm still looking at you. I'm looking at you like, okay, because that's suspect. Yeah, I don't care what color you are. You know what I'm saying? So there's Mm -hmm. a stereotype. Stereotypes can save your life for sure. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You see somebody running in the summer with a ski mask, you know what's up? Exactly. (laughs) But the thing is, is that you're not you're not putting it to a certain group. You're saying in general, if I see this happening, regardless of what color you are, you're suspect. Exactly. Regardless. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so, and that's the thing. You know, um, and I don't, I no longer let racism bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't let it bother me. Like, I see it happen and I'm like, it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, white people make black jokes, whatever. I don't care. That's <laughs> you know? what it is. Like I don't care. We make jokes all the time, right? Like about anybody. Exactly. Anybody can get it. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's an equal playing field. Right. So it's like I don't. I don't really look at it like that. Yeah. You know, I don't look at it with any ill will or nothing. Yeah. You know, but, I used to tell people that I was equally racist. <laughs> anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. <laughs> like, I don't I'm, care. I'm I'm like, I, I hate Spanish people too. I'm across the board. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, for sure. Listen, man. If it's spread equally, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> but. I'm. I don't. There's like like you say. I wouldn't highlight stereotypes, but I wouldn't say it's racist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just pointing out one thing, yeah. and just making it a big deal, right? <laughs> right. And so, so yeah, with that with that school, man, that's the only thing I've seen of systemic racism. But like, there's still a way out, and people act like there's no way out. Yeah. That's 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 the sucky part. Like, I think it's because they don't know that there's a way out. Yeah, it's like if that's all you know, then that's all you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, it it bothers me when I see people trapped in that because it's like, no, you can get out. There's more. Like the same kids who go to to Westwood, like come in and get suspended all the time, and we're like, you know what? Why? Like, ah, it's, you know, I don't know nothing else, this and that, this and that. And we always go back to this picture of Khalil Mack. He went to Westwood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he made it to the NFL because he wasn't doing this nonsense. He made a choice. Like, he made a choice to get out. Pretty much. You can make the same choice. Mm-hmm. You know, so the system is put in place, but... If you don't do anything about the system or to defy the system, you'll be in the same place. Because you can defy, you can easily defy that system. It's easy for us to do that. Very, Absolutely. Very easy. Again, we're not expected to be much. Right. So when we do something, right. it's like, whoa. Yeah. You're turning heads. Right. You know what I mean? The expectation is super low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. It's not hard to exceed so, it. Yeah. So it's like the expectation is low. You might as well just shatter it. <laughs> and besides, I mean, you know, when it comes to white privilege, if you have a Jason and then you have like a Cantrell, then, you know, <laughs> it's not the kid's fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're not going to hire a diamond over Shirley. Over Shirley. Yeah. You know what I'm fact. saying? Yeah, but that's but once but again, Diamond graduated summa cum laude. 
She got, but once she again, graduated high school valedictorian. But once again, you know what I'm saying? Once like, again, you can't call that privilege because a choice was made to name your child that. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why you think? Why you think my wife's name is Alexis? <laughs> so she could have opportunity, bro. That's why. <laughs> That's why. My father didn't think when he but, named me Santiago. Black black, black privilege with a white name. <laughs> I can't with you, bro. <laughs> no, I'll just make jokes. But but yeah, man. I mean, uh, but I mean, just to recap, like BLM, COVID, twenty twenty was a trash year. Yeah, man. But it was, it was so media driven that if you weren't careful, you could easily fall into it. If you didn't stand for something, you fell for everything. Mm-hmm. Pretty for much, sure. that's what twenty twenty. And that's the thing, like, and that's why I said I struggled because it's like I, I'm, I'm, you know, at the at church, I'm like the black guy. I've been the black guy forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the world sees me as the black guy or as a black guy. So, you know, I'm I'm black. Like it is what it is. <laughs> but and it bothers me that I'm black now. Because I feel like I gotta watch my back. I feel like I, yeah. You know, I'm like my son's five. I gotta explain this to him. Yeah, man. Like that's like trash, I'm waiting bro. for the day that my boys ask me something. Like my yeah. kids, my kids kind of have somewhat of a van. Maybe not Lucas too much because mm-hmm. he's he's kind of dark. But Xavier's light skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he has his little part haircut. Mm-hmm. He he looks the role sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Lucas is the one that I kind of worry about because. He's he's a very very sweet kid, but you push him too much, man. He he's gonna destroy you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he has a really big heart, but you break it, man. He's yeah. gonna make you know you broke you broke it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm. I, it worries me when he's gonna experience that, and I have to explain it to him. Yeah, it's gonna be hard because he doesn't. Kids don't look at people like that. No, that's the number one thing we sh- we haven't even spoken about that. Bro. No. Racism at the end of the day is taught. Yeah, you're not taught. born a racist right. at all. Because like you, you, you go to gay. you go to a daycare, you go to a daycare. All the kids are playing and hugging each other. Yeah, they don't know that one is black or yeah. They might recognize one. They're like, oh man, how come he's darker than me mm-hmm. or lighter than me? Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's where the pivot moment happens. Mm-hmm. And. That's where it is. That's yeah. where the foundation is laid, yeah, right there. Exactly. When that kid asks you that question, the way you answer is what's going to determine if that kid's going to be racist or not. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Like I, even if racism is taught, it can be unlearned. Of course, you know if you keep an open mind. Right. But now, if you're one of those people that are so strong-willed yeah. of things you've known and you don't like to break tradition, no, for sure. it's going to be an even harder yeah. mountain to climb. But and and at the end of the day, you can still get yeah. over it. And that's why, like, you know, when people say that, you know, because I voted for Trump, I condone racism and all that stuff. I was like, that's 100% not true. Because I, I didn't agree with a lot of things that a lot of Trump supporters did. But you have to realize that what those Trump supporters did, it was like, it wasn't, it's not all of us. Right. Like, I'm not a radical white supremacist. I don't have a Confederate uh, flag. Yeah, like, car. I'm not waving it. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are isolated events. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like here, there, over there. But then they go viral, and it's like, oh, all Trump supporters are like this. Well, I mean, then all Biden supporters are baby killers. Like, what do you want to say? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, if, if I'm a racist, then you're a baby killer, and you're a pedophile. 
Right, I was about to say that. I, I mean, but but just just being real, like that's because that's pretty much because the world has to label stuff. The same, th- like, okay, so white privilege, you have to give it a name. Right, you have to give your skin color a name. Mm-hmm. You have to give your children a name. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has to be labeled. You know, even if they're trying to change the labels from right. he to she or whatever, or, or they she. or there. Or you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, but everything has to be labeled as something. Yeah. So it's like, I have to label you as a Trump supporter. If I label you as a Trump supporter, you're now a racist. If I label you as a Biden supporter, you are now a baby killer and a pedophile, mm-hmm. which that's not true. Because I know some people who voted for Biden that don't agree with abortion. I don't know how that goes hand in hand. I don't know how you can... <laughs> it's like... Listen, man. listen. Man. I don't. I guess you I don't can understand. agree with certain things and not agree with other things. I can't. You know I what I mean? Can't. <laughs> I have a problem with shedding innocent blood. Yeah, like somebody didn't do nothing. Like, and especially, all right, abortion is sensitive to me because most of the time, not all the time, because there is rape and stuff like that. I get that. Okay, I have compassion for you. But most of the time, the reason why you want to get an abortion is because you wanted to go out and do whatever you wanted. And then when you got the consequences for your actions, you don't want the consequences so you can just get rid of it. That's for the most part. So you're literally teaching society, no, nah, it's okay. Go do what you want because your, your consequences will just be taken care of. Right. So you're going to go out. That baby didn't ask you to go have sex. That baby wasn't like, hey, you're... <laughs> You want in the dude like here, ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <laughs> the dude and the girl did that, and now somebody that had nothing to do with anything. You want to kill it? And for those of you who say, "Oh no, the baby's not alive," bull crap, because we define life by a heartbeat. Right. When somebody flatlines in the hospital, they try to resuscitate them. If they cannot, they are flatlined. They have no pulse. They are dead. They call the time of death. T-O-D. So if we define life by a heartbeat, when a baby has a heartbeat inside of a woman, it is a live thing. It is a living human being. So when you shred that to bits, you are killing a life. That's what they do. You're killing a human life because you don't want to have consequences for you going out and being loose. So how do you feel about the plan B's? How do I feel about plan B's? Because there's no heartbeat at that point. No. It's just look fluids. I get that. Here's my thing. Anytime you do something, no matter what choice you make, there's consequences, whether they're good or bad. Right. Of course. So basically, you want to do whatever you want. We'll just go back to that. (laughs) You want to do whatever you want without the consequences. That's how I feel about plan B. If you don't want a baby, don't have sex. I know that sounds very far-fetched. And I mean, yeah, I had premarital sex. Okay, it is what it is. But I also have a homeboy who had premarital sex and got a girl pregnant with twins. And he kept them. In high school, 11th grade, kept them. That's nice. Kept them. They're teenagers now. Preteens. Teenagers going on. Hey, yo, cat, get down. 
Sorry, I had to get the cat down. <laughs> get my get my ball. Anyway, and so that's my thing. It's like he he was like, "All right, that's my consequence. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to raise these girls. I'm going to help raise these girls." Yeah, you see what I'm saying? What's everybody else's excuse? He's in eleventh grade. He's Come on, it down. Come on. That's what's up. You see what I'm saying? Like, you have no excuse. You just don't want to live with the consequences of your actions. Yeah. If you kill somebody, probably going to get arrested and go to jail. Do you want to go out and kill everybody? That's why everybody likes to purge. The concept of going and killing somebody and it's fine. Or the concept of going and robbing somebody and it's fine. Because you don't want the consequences. That's scary. I don't think it's cool. (laughs) No, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying because the purge gives you the opportunity to do whatever you want. Without the consequences. There's no penalty. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's what abortion is. It's actions without consequence. Even though it does have effects on the body after that. And those of you who say, oh, my body, my choice. All right, cool. My body, my choice. I can pick a gun up and shoot you. What's going to happen? I'm going to go to jail. Exactly. So you can say my body, my choice, but your choice is affecting another human life. So at that point, it's not just your body, your choice. It is their body, your choice. Because yeah. if I if you want to go with well, my body, my choice, that way, yeah. my body, my choice, I do whatever I want. I do whatever I want with my body. So I can use my body to do whatever I want. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Be real. That's there's going to be something. Yeah, bro, you're breaking it down. It makes sense. There's going to be something to say, no, that's not true. That's not what it means. Yeah. No, that is what it means. You want to do whatever you want with your body. I'll do whatever I want with mine. I'm going to use mine for the Lord. You do whatever you want with yours. Right. You have that option. But don't shed innocent life at the cost of your irresponsibility, at the cost of your actions. Yeah. I met this girl actually today. I want. I wanted to ask her about it, but I kind of knew why she was doing yeah. what she was doing. So she came in or whatever, and she was looking for an apartment, and she was telling me about her story. She's like, "I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get a job. I don't know if anybody's gonna take me how I am." I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> She's like, "I'm pregnant." I'm like, "Okay, so what's the problem?" Yeah. And then she did, she didn't answer that question, but she went on to say, "Oh, I'm giving it up to for adoption and all that That's stuff." Fine. And I was like, "Then do that." But I wanted to ask. I was like, oh, I wanted to say, like, just out of curiosity, like, why? Why did you? Why are you deciding to give it up for adoption? I just, I felt like it was a touchy subject, yeah. so I didn't even hit it. You know right. what I mean? But I feel like she was a victim of something because mm-hmm. it looked like she was yeah. trying to recover in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she had a friend um, being there for moral support mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I feel like it was something that had happened. You're right. But the decision that she's making, I thought it was awesome. If yeah. I'm assuming what it is. Right. I think her decision is great because at the end of the day, it's not. It's, it's, not, it's not at the that point. Fault. What, you're right. You know it's what not mean? the baby's fault, but it also is not her fault. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like if she and if you she don't got have raped, to, you don't have to choose to raise that child. You don't have to choose to look at the face every single day. You can yeah. give somebody else that pleasure, right? Of seeing some that people, face and some loving people that, that face. absolutely cannot have children. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to, you have to be able to look at it like, man. There's somebody out there that that can use this. Mm-hmm. I'm not about this life. Yeah, but you're in it, so just deal All with right. it for the nine months. Give it away, and you're out clear. 
there's there's um anonymous adoptions that you can do. Right. People don't have to know who you are. Exactly. The kid would never know who you are. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're the one that's gonna know. And if you decide to go back, then that's on you. Yeah. Then the decision you made was not the right one yeah. to start. You know what yep. I'm saying? But you have that choice. Yeah. And what's funny about that, you saying like give it up for adoption. You know, I <laughs> I heard the argument against that. The argument that they say against that is Oh, well, then you're just going to set the kid up for psychological problems and this and that and wondering why their parents didn't want them. Not every foster kid has the same story. Listen, simple response. So you kill them? <laughs> that's true. You go back to that. <laughs> so you so, go back to so that. So that's, that's your solution, huh? Oh, well, they're going to have psychological problems here. So, you know, we'll just kill it. <laughs> you have psychological problems. We'll just kill you. Yeah, like, yeah. what's what's your... You you weren't you weren't adopted and you have psychological problems. Exactly. You have both your parents and you're nuts. You got psychological problems. What you mean? Should just right. off you, old yeller? What's up? Like, <laughs> My man said old yeller. Come on. Let's take you out to the back. Yeah, let's, hey man, let's take a take a trip to the woods. The backwoods. I can't. But uh, you know, so I'm just saying, man, and you know, it just sucks. And you know, with with you know Biden rolling out these policies to to favor Planned Parenthood and abortions and stuff, bro. I saw the funniest thing: pro life evangelicals for Biden feel used and betrayed by the Biden administration because of his abortion policies. <laughs> they didn't see that coming. <laughs> like, fam, he literally said everything he was going to do with Planned Parenthood and and abortions. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, we feel used and betrayed because you didn't talk to us before you implemented your abortion policies. <laughs> Would you want a cookie because you openly supported somebody who was going to kill babies? Yeah, word. <laughs> like, and you're mad because he said he because, wasn't and he is? Right. You're, <laughs> like, you're mad you because about? he did exactly what he said he was going to do? <laughs> like he actually didn't lie about that one? Oh, so you thought he was going to change. Yeah, like he lied about them stimulus checks for Georgians. <laughs> Say yo, you vote Democrat, two thousand dollars coming your way. <laughs> Lies, right? That's what that was right. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, that the 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 LGBT stuff, man, the the stuff he's trying to do with transgender, uh, I can't, bro. Yeah, I'm not about it. I can't. Like, I I can't, bro. Like, I'll I'll let my kid learn about it from me. Yeah, man. Like, I don't need anybody coming to... Because they actually have people coming to schools. Like, there was a drag queen in Atlanta that went to a school and did story time. Like, there's another one, like, uh, a drag queen telling, like, little kindergartners, does anybody here know how to twerk? Like, what do you... Why? Because y'all y'all are still mad at that Netflix movie, Cuties, because 11-year-old girls were twerking in it. Yeah. So, you see what I'm saying? It's just a lot of double standards. You know what I'm saying? And... Bro, like, yeah, double standards with the LGBT is crazy. Because, and I'm going to tell you why. So, pedophiles are trying to put their name on the on the end of that, right? Mm-hmm. You know why, right? They're like, love is love. Okay. So, love is love. So, LGBT says love is love, right? Pedophiles are like, hey, love is love. Right, it's not my fault. I like a eight eight year old. 
right? <laughs> That's the essence of it. Mm-hmm. In the same way, LGBT says, I can't help it. You think this is a choice? <laughs> Hear me out. I'm hearing it. So now LGBT says, no, pedophiles, that you, what you do is not okay. And I'm like, why? Because according to your standards, what you're doing is okay. Yeah. It's the same thing. And then and then here's here's the here's the kicker. So let's say a four year old can make the decision to be transgender at four years old. So so a four year old can make that decision to be gay or whatever. And it's celebrated by the LGBT community. Oh, they're so brave. This and that, right? I think D Wade's situation was like perfect. Yes. That was ridiculous. Right. So they can make that decision, right? So let's let's just say Dwayne Wade's child. Get get down, cat. Get down, cat. Damn. I'm making a good point here. <laughs> let's just say Dwayne Wade's child. That way. He's like what, eleven? Yes, I called him he, because it is a he. He's, He's a, a biological he. male. Biological male. On the birth certificate it says male. Right. That's his son. So it's like eleven <laughs> now, right? Something like that. So you mean to tell me an eleven year old? can make the decision to be homosexual, which by definition, homosexual means sexually attracted to the same sex. Okay? So you can choose to be homosexual or transgender, right? But an 11-year-old can't make a decision to be sexually attracted to an 18 or older person. (laughs) There is a double standard. (laughs) How does that make sense? Yeah. It's disgusting when it's a grown man and a little, little girl. Or a grown woman and a little boy. Mm-hmm. But if two elementary school boys get together, it's fine. <laughs> that makes no sense. You, you see, you see that double standard kills me. Yeah. Because it's like you, you literally let a four-year-old say, I like boys. Like a four-year-old boy is like, I like boys. And you took him serious. Right. You took it serious <laughs> and labeled him homosexual. And then... <laughs> but... A four-year-old can't say, hey, you, <laughs> that 19-year-old over there. It's kind of nice. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, what? <laughs> and don't get it twisted. I think both are bad. Both are wrong. Yeah. Both are wrong. Biblically, they're wrong. Morally, they're wrong. Yeah, of course. And there's plenty of Bible verses that back that up. If you as a listener want to get into it, just message me. And then I will get your information, and we will call, and we will talk about it. Because I'm not going back and forth. On a keyboard. Facts. Okay. But there's a lot of arguments with, you know, uh, the Bible doesn't say that that's a sin and this and that. It kind of does. There's a few places where it does. (laughs) And I'll I'll show you where. If you want to know. If you're a listener and you want to know. So curious. So that's just, just, (laughs) like I said, that's just my thing with LGBT. You know, A, you emulate the same hate that you claim to fight against. You know, bullying and this mm-hmm. and that. And then you bully people all the time. You bully straight people all the time. And then B, the double standard of, no, we we don't allow you here. You're not here. You're not with us. But yet you want to be included in everything. Right. You want inclusion in media and this and that, but you're not including everybody else. You're not giving everybody the same grace. And then third thing, you get mad when, we'll just say Christians... I don't want to generalize this because I will never tell somebody who's gay, you're going to hell. I'm never going to say that. I would never say that to anybody. 
Unless I was joking. Oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. But I don't even say I don't even say it joking anymore. You know what I'm saying? But I would never tell somebody God hates you because you're gay. I would never tell somebody God hates you because you're lesbian or because you're transgender or because you're this and that. I would never say that. It sounds stupid to me though, to be honest. How do you know? Yeah. How do you know? Right. Like I'll never say that. You're making judgments for him? Right. Is that what you're doing? Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like how do you know? Yeah, like how do you know God hates like, you? You sound stupid saying <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. And you know, people get it twisted, like you love the person but you hate the sin. Like it's no different than someone who killed somebody. Like I, I met a murderer, bro. Like I met I met a dude who got out of prison because he murdered somebody and um he said he said I spent so I spent uh I think it was either fifteen or twenty years, I think it was fifteen, say I spent fifteen years in jail because I killed a guy who molested a four year old and I would do it again. Wow. So God has grace for him. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't like that you killed somebody. But as a human being, once again, you have value, and I love you, not what you did. Right. What you did is not okay to me, but as a person, I love you. Right. So it's possible to love somebody and hate the sin that they live in. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you don't go and bash them for it and this and that, right? Yeah, 100%. So, and so my third point with the LGBT community is you don't want Christians, quote unquote, to force their beliefs on you, but yet you're forcing your beliefs on everybody else. Because it's not church related, it's okay. Right. Like you're forcing, you're literally like pushing, you're pushing to be in the schools. Mm-hmm. You're pushing to be out in the open. You're pushing to be every, you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're pushing for it. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, to me it's like, and I would say this to a Christian too, it's like, go be a Christian in peace. Fam, go be gay in peace. Facts. Like, stop, stop making everything a fight. Stop making everything like, oh, it's us against the world. Okay, go go be that in peace. Because as a Christian, I feel like it's us against the world. Because that's what it always, is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not out here like whining about it. Exactly. I'm like, I'm paving a lane. Mm-hmm. And, I'm gonna... and we're not forcing it down your throat. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Like... I'm not gonna do that. I, I, that irritates me. And that, but that's the thing. It's like it, it irritates me too. Like I'm not gonna Bible bash anybody, mm-hmm. but don't LGBT bash me. Facts, <laughs> but there's so many shows that me and my wife watch and used to watch actually because it's just too much. Yeah, like they just for no reason. Yeah, dude. like back. they'll just break out into a makeout session. Yeah. like it's one thing if they kiss each other. And then leave it at that. Yeah. But it's another thing is every time they kiss each other, right. it's they're like taking it to the next out, level. It's a make-out session. It's yeah. a sex and it's like, sex session. Why, why do you that. have to take it that far? Yeah. But like, but that's the thing. But that's, again, media, man. Like That's what they do. They just push stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, they just, they're pushing sex right now. They, they, they've been pushing sex for a while. Yeah. You know, and, and that damages people. That, you know, the Bible says that sexual sin literally hurts your own body. And it does. And I mean, we can get into that another episode where, you know, I struggle with, you know, porn addiction and some other stuff. Yeah, and it's like, me I, too, bro. But it's like, <laughs> that actually affected my marriage negatively. You know what I'm saying? Like, it actually put a, put a really bad, <laughs> bad dent in our marriage that we had to work out, we had to fix. Yeah. 
know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's pushed so much it becomes normal. It's not normal to be a virgin until you're married now. No. It's not. It's so not like, even spoken about anymore. And this, and even then it's like if you were a virgin in school, you're you get laughed at. Mm-hmm. Like it's <laughs> whereas before it was like if you You were sacred you, gold. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like if you if you had sex that meant then something. You were looked down on. Yeah. Like before, but now it's like, nah. Got kids losing their virginities in middle school, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Real crazy. Like willingly. <laughs> yeah. Not like, even not even through like rape or anything. Like, yeah, really, like they want to. Yeah. They, so, so they see. Exactly. All this pushed out stuff, there. all this yeah. craziness. It's pushed is, out there. Yeah, man. Like, bro, like when we when I was growing up <laughs> with um Sir Mix a lot and all that stuff. Yeah, facts. Even the media would play it at certain times. Mm-hmm. They wasn't all up in your face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your exactly. parents made it a point. Cover your eyes. Right. Don't listen to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now people don't care. No, well, that I think they care, but there's so much there's easy access now. There's a it's lot, in the palm of your hand. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to access that. Like we had to even with Jeremiah's iPad. Yeah. Like I was like, we have to figure out this thing because now he's starting to be curious and he's starting to search songs that he likes. Yeah. So I'm like, if it happens to be a song that got some stuff in it, I don't need him listening to that. I'm yeah. I'm his gatekeeper. I'm I wouldn't be doing my my job as a parent if right. I didn't monitor what he was listening to, what he was looking at, what he was mm-hmm. watching, what he was you know what I'm saying. So we found a setting to where whenever he searches a song, it only it only searches up the, the clean, clean version. versions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and so and that's been great because it's like, you know, certain songs he might hear, and it's like I like it, so I'm yeah. gonna search it. I'm gonna figure he can he'll find out what the song is called, and he'll search it himself. <laughs> He's so smart. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> and so I can't, you know, be there 24 seven. Oh, what do you what do you want? You know, what I mean, I yeah. mean, it's kind of easy because he listens to it like 50 times. Yeah. His new song is the Crab Rave right now. That thing is mad fun. It's dope. <laughs> but but yeah man so yeah that's with uh BLM and all that that was an exhausting conversation <laughs> it was but it was so necessary i felt like i got a lot off my chest yeah man bro we've been planning that for we've a been planning time. it for a while yeah it was we're necessary gonna have to, though yeah we're going to have to like save these episodes and put them somewhere yeah <laughs> well all right guys this has been anthony this is Santiago. And this was a very long episode of Priests and Kings. Word. It was a fun one, though. It was a good one. It was yeah, fun. Man. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. So make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we'll put this stuff up somewhere. <laughs> Maybe on this episode we'll tag it in there. Yeah, word. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just hit us up. Uh, let us know what you think about the episode. You know, interact with us. Um, if you do have questions or concerns about anything we've said, Word. we are open to discussion. To we are open to healthy discussion. We're not going. To, our intention isn't to bash anybody. Our intention isn't to uh, belittle anybody or condescend anybody. That's not our intention. Our intention is to speak from our perspective and our perspective only. We are males in society, biological males in society. And we are Christian. We believe in Jesus. And we believe in what the Bible says. Yep. Um, so 
if you do want to have that conversation, that's completely fine. Just hit us up on our page and let us know you want to have a conversation about it. And we'll actually have a conversation about it. Yes. Not going back and forth with anybody. Come in here with an open mind. Right. All right. So I just want you guys to know that we, we're going to be open with you. We just ask that you're open with us. And it's all love at the end of the day. For sure. All right. After all the jokes over with, all the Jay-Z slander is done. It's all jokes. It's all love right here. For sure. All right. So I love this dude right here. I love um, him too. Even though... I'm just he don't know chip stole my heart <laughs> nah son i'm working on that i'm gonna get it back <laughs> so yeah so we signing off for now until next time deuces this is priests and kings yes sir